Spread love. Doom, doom, doom. Spread love. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to POV with Kristen Gilmore, where I interview interesting people that you and I are getting to know together. This podcast was created to enlighten, enrich, and inform. The basis is to spread love and extend God's grace to yourself and others. <laughs> Hello, beautiful people. And welcome back to part two of the Unstoppable Panama Slim's Point of View. He's going to talk to us about humble pie. Very mindful of areas. Mm. Uh, so I have to eat a, a heap and hip of humble pie. <laughs> Where do you think that came from? Uh, that, that's race? You're, no, you're arrogance. Oh, uh, I know humble pie now. I know humble pie. <laughs> where do you think it came? Your arrogance, or you being uh, aware of it, is a blessing. But where do you think it came from? I, I think it's uh, uh, it's inherent in you know what has helped me to 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 have a, a life of of achievement. It, it's, a, it's that tenacity. It's that I'm not going to quit mm-hmm. uh, until you know. Until I, I, I break I break everything that I can to get there, you know, I'm going to keep pushing as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And and I've learned, you know, from times when I didn't push enough that I did not succeed because it's not just me; it's Kay Evans, uh, it's Miss Keys, it's uh, you know, it's a whole bunch of other people, other people I don't want to name, mm-hmm. uh, who made the difference, and I know that. Yeah, it's Sister Johnson. I'll say her name too. So it's mm-hmm. Justin and Miss Evans. So I stand on, I, no, not, not just on my ancestors and all that kind of you know, discussion, but just on these people alone. One, one decision different, and I would not be where I am. I would yeah. have, I remember there was a, back in um in my hometown, there was a, a certain 7-Eleven that people would graduate to. And that was the stop, you know. You leave college, high school or you graduate or don't graduate, just stop. And then your next step is this this, this corner at the 7-Eleven where people would pick crabs and cars and drink and act out. And that was a that was a spot that people went to. And you could see it. You know, there were a couple moments where I could have easily found myself on that on that path. On that mm. uh and um, but it's you know, your village. You had a village. Yeah, I had a village. And, and you uh, had a plan. <laughs> I don't know if it was a plan as much as just, I'm just not going to not. I'm just okay. not going to not. I'm just not going to not. It uh, worked. And it, and it worked to, to greater and lesser, you know. For instance, um, I did actually, I started a PhD program and I did actually quit that. When I started the, the, the PhD program in anthropology, I was trying to mold my ethnographic studies and some kind of career path into one kind of something so that I can, you know, not have a finance thing that's, that's separate and then a cultural thing that's separate. And they're going in two different directions. And I just, you know, just couldn't continue on that dual path. It seemed, I, I didn't feel like I, I could. So I tried to merge them into one PhD in anthropology and ethnobotany and started that program, not knowing that, you know, they're pumping up PhDs left and right. I mean, there's just too many of them. And they're all fighting for the same jobs, and the, and the good jobs are no longer being even offered. There's only adjunct jobs left. It didn't take long for me to realize that you know, I was going to pay a lot for the privilege of being called doctor. Ooh. And that's really all there was left 
I got a master's in the process. So, and I was able to you know, learn ethnography and ethnobotany and a lot of different things I would not have got my hands on otherwise. So I was able to really utilize my time wisely uh, because it was a funded PhD program, although most most master's programs aren't funded. So if I had went straight for a master's, I would have had to pay for that out of pocket. Okay. Because I was in a PhD program and I got the, the master's in progress, I got a master's. Okay. Uh, and so that, that was also something that kind of worked out there. But I hung around with that for a little bit and then really you know, just could not continue. I had to go back to work, basically. Uh, mm-hmm. And now I'm going back into finance and doing corporate finances for um, in the education sector now. So it helps me out. That's great. Oh, I did want to point out, though, that Ms. Evans, she sent me, when I was doing, I did some field work in Puerto Rico. I was doing a study on uh, ethnobotany, uh, medicinal plants, and Educational processes for training of specialists within the Afro Cuban tradition. She sent me some money to, to help me with that. Uh, she sent me uh, maybe 200 bucks. Wow. Uh, she's more than likely on a very fixed income. Mm-hmm. But um, she sent me some funds to help me because she believes, she still believes in me and she's so proud of me. And, and I'm still thankful that she's still with us. And uh, we're on Facebook and we chat every so often. I need to wow. give her. Facebook chat, you know, right after this, just because, um, you know, just let her know. And she knows, she knows how good she was for me. I've told yeah. her. You've uh, given her her flowers while she lives. Yeah. 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 I'm so, Miss Evans, bless you and yeah. your heart and having the heart and the love for a child and to see something in him and not to give up on him. Uh, you know, I just, it's something about those people who do it because that's just who they are mm-hmm. and the impact they leave on you. It leaves a legacy because who you are has molded into your children. Mm-hmm. You become this person and you are just going to continue to flow from your cup and your family, your praying family, your pastor who was with your parents, they were not going to let you go. You felt like you couldn't let them down. And you didn't let yourself down. I'm so grateful, grateful that you had such a great structural system around you. What do you say to the child or the adult who has children who are in your shoes, the child who may be listening, that doesn't have that foundation? What can you give them as a word of how to do it anyway? Don't quit. Don't quit on yourself. Don't quit on on hope. A lot of my blessings have come on the edge of failure. I was three weeks out from not going anywhere to college and lo and behold, a full ride scholarship shows up. Mm. I was a couple hundred dollars short on my funding for my PhD uh, excursion. And then Ms. Evans surprised me with a paper check. She actually wrote out a paper check and mailed it to me. Yeah. You, you just can't quit and you can't lose hope. You know, so, um, yeah. I think I think what you said is just it. I think you're right on on target. Don't quit and don't give up on yourself. And it's right around the corner. Well, you know, you I don't remember your exact words, but something you said it's right around the corner. Mm-hmm. When you're at the edge of failure, or you see that how can I possibly? And then here comes the rainbow out of the rain. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that, Panama. I got two more questions for you. What brings you your greatest joy? Outside of my children. Sure. 
whatever whatever your answer is. I know your children do. Yes, and they could, that could be your answer, your children. As a uh, spiritual man, mm-hmm. uh, when I was growing up, uh, my family are pastors and ministers. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of pastors in my family. Uh, it's like the family business, but not directly. Uh, my mother was a minister, but uh, but she went. Uh, she was a Christian the, the, uh, theologian. She had got her master's in Christian theology. I enjoy helping people who genuinely want to be helped. And, and the way I say that is that you know, as a alternative. So I'm I'm a, a, a full priest in this tradition. This is one of the things that marvel I marvel at from where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, not just a priest, but a pretty uh, high-ranking priest, for what it's worth. So there are people who come around who who don't really want help. They just want somebody to, to do it for them. It's, it's an attitude that, that you see that people really aren't gracious or they're not. They, they don't really want to be helped or they don't want to do what it takes to be helped. They want it done for them. And so when I have clients who really want to be better and I'm able to help them be better in whatever way they're trying to be better. Uh, you know, when I think about how I was, you know, I was thankful and I had gratitude for the things that I was given. That's why I can remember so many of them. Uh, because you know, I, I know that, you know, just, just one turn and, and I'm looking for a good spot under a bridge um, mm. or I'm, I'm hanging out at the corner of 7-Eleven mm-hmm. uh, or, or, you know, trying to get somebody to put something on my books at, uh, in, in school. Because, you know, those, those are the options. And, and I have lots of friends from high school and college who those are the things that happen to them. When I help people in my priestly role uh, and you can see that they're genuine, they're genuine people. I get really excited about that. I, I want to. I want to do whatever it takes to help them. Whatever you know, whatever I can. I can do to support people who are good people because good people need support, and uh, that's how you keep good people as good people. If you start letting good people you know fail, then you know good people turn into you know bad people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember. Um, I don't know who said it a lot, but um, desperate people do desperate things, and if you keep the desperation in humanity down, then you have less desperate desperate acts happening, less violence, less robberies, less you know beatings or whatever. You know, most of the things that happen when people you know lose their their hope, they've got their, their humanity. That's something that that I really gain from. I really like traveling. I really do enjoy traveling and photography. I think I might be going a different direction, but I mean I really do enjoy photography. That was one of the things that, that really got me into ethnographic. Ethnography. I was doing ethnographic photography, and I would go to different priests and priestesses' uh, shrine areas and take some really uh, interesting angles and you know, uh, lightings and try to really capture the mood of their of their spirit spaces. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what really got me got me going into uh, trying to make it more formal with anthropological this the, the interplay and talking to people and not, not really knowing all the, you know, all the details and all the, you know, uh, fancy terminologies and whatnot. I just talk to people and so forth. But um, my camera got stolen, so that's a whole other story. I mean, once I get a new camera, then I can get back out there. And, um, 
I mean, you know what? The question was, what brings you your greatest joy? And that could be any number of things. So I think that you definitely answered that well. It's photography. It's assisting people. It's helping people who want to be helped. Thank you for saying that. And also speaking on how um, desperation you know, can really, mm-hmm. we see it in our climate right now, but um, just touching on that really rang true to me and, and to my heart and the work that we all can do to make sure that people don't have to feel that they have to go to those places. We are our brother's keeper. At least I feel that way. Indeed. Um, I must tell you, Hank wrote me and said, uh, do you want to be our business partner or business manager? <laughs> is what he said. <laughs> means that you're we doing can talk great about things. it we can talk hey. about it yeah I, I i don't mind uh because uh you know this is fun for me and you know I, i'm on several boards already uh and uh, yeah please please if you could reiterate to us about because i want to hear about your businesses and if there's anyone who's listening who would love to uh take part or you could assist my business really is uh you know working for people who need my spiritual support um mm-hmm. are really uh advertisers or, or anything like that it's not it's generally word of mouth and people who are in communities um, so but you know i am i'm on two boards right now mm-hmm. uh, uh finance committee kind of capacity and i'm always open to supporting people you know as long as it's not you know actually doing the work and and and, and running your business uh for you maybe but in general uh, you know, coming in uh, once a quarter and, and helping to, re- to review the financials and, and give you some insight uh, for a, uh, a struggling or small corporation that needs, you know, somebody financially motivated or mm-hmm. financially able to um, to be on their board. I am open for two or three more board spots. Paid or unpaid. I mean, pay is good, but, you know, uh, yeah. none of the ones I'm on right now are paid anyway. So it's just part of my... I give it back with the skills that I have. I don't have, no, I'm not into everything, so I can't, you know. One of the boards I want is for a, a dance studio. I don't dance, and I don't do all that kind of stuff, but I don't mind, you know, helping get the kids out there dancing and, you know, and doing, uh, doing their thing. So that's uh, wonderful, Panama. You know, you give so much to others. What do you feel like you need to make sure your cup is refilled? Time. I just need more time. 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 Yeah, I'm, you know, I do my own spiritual healing work. Okay. that Maybe that's something to uh, give yourself some time to look into. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. I, yeah. I, need, I, need, I need some time to mm-hmm. reflect. This is reflection time. This whole COVID thing is really throwing everything to a loop, though. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. You know, the work is, has been, you know, a little bit more intense mm. and, and everything is just, you know, so uncertain. Uh, but just making sure that I take more time to reflect on what I need to be able to keep giving what I, what, what I can give. You know? yeah. I, mean, I don't feel like I'm giving a whole lot. I feel like I'm giving, you know, something, but I, I would think there's more I can give. Sure. I mean, but I think that that's fair to say as far as exertion. It seems I can speak only for myself, but in my own experience, especially during this period of our lives that uh, we've never experienced before, it's exhausting. Mm -hmm. 
And we're also learning how important self-care is, and it has to be at the top of the list in the midst of everything that's going on outside our doors. Yes. So, so I hear you. I hear you. All right. My last question. Mm-hmm. If there was one thing you'd want people to take away from meeting you, what would it be? <laughs> I love your uh, life. You know, it's so something about you. hearing, uh, specifically hearing Black men laugh that just makes my heart smile because life can be hard. Just, I guess I say black men because I'm black and I have a black dad. So, you know, when I hear that laugh and that joy, it takes me to a special place. Well, you know, I was laughing because I was my first thought was uh, a Sade song. Um, Which one? Smooth Operator. Okay. Uh, so that's what I, you know, that was my first thought and it made me chuckle. But, you know, just uh, uh, somebody who is doing his best to be his best. Hmm. Yeah. Panama. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tonight. All right, listeners, you heard it. Panama, it's been a joy. It's been a pleasure. It has. Thank you very much. Absolutely. I appreciate the effort to talk. Like I said, I'm very introverted, so I don't, I don't, talk with you when I get going I just start to spill all the beans <laughs> <laughs> you know what let me be everywhere there's so many people who are going to heal who are going to laugh and relate and connect and be grateful for the nuggets of wisdom and life experiences that you just shared I can think of more than a handful myself included so Thank you for being with us tonight. Thank you to our listeners. Thank you all for listening to another episode of POV with Kristen Gilmore. Have a good night. Have a good night. Thank you very much. Thank you, Panama. Bye. Thank you for joining us for another episode of POV with Kristen Gilmore. See you next time. Bye.